Hi, and welcome back to Morgellons Discussion, the podcast on Anchor FM. I'm your host, Jeremy Murphy, and today we're going to talk about the patient experience. Or aka, how I came to find a doctor that I am really happy with. And why? So I'm going to give you a little bit of patient history. Uh, Back around when I was six years old, I developed a severe eczema. My skin would turn pink. I had these huge lesions all over my body. I mean, there was scratching, yeah, but uh, sometimes there wasn't scratching. Sometimes my skin would just turn pink and purple and these huge ulcerations would open up. And uh, uh, supposedly that was a part of my eczema. So, of course, I got antibiotics and steroids routinely growing up. Topical hydrocortisone creams. And, of course, the skin would always come back until a little bit later in life. uh, The eczema retreated and then eventually went away. couple of years, maybe when I was about 10 or 11. And I thought for a while that, you know, I was, my skin was pretty good, except that I always had strange marks. And then about 2001, I developed purple spots all up and down my body. And some of these would open up into a little pinprick lesion. And so I went and seen the doctor about it. And he said, oh, that's in Pedigo. This was a new doctor. And uh, he's like, well, we're going to give you the treatment. And uh, it's three shots of penicillin over three weeks. And uh, coincidentally, it's also the same treatment for syphilis. He told me that. Like, okay, cool. So we went through that and it actually cleared up for a little while. And then two months later, it came back. There were sores, madness. And I was upset. I, I went up there. I'm like, man, you said this was going to fix it. It ain't, it ain't fixed. It's back. But I didn't know nothing back then. And in the greater scheme of things, I I really don't know nothing now. So, about 2005, 2006, I started noticing more and more lesions. And they were getting freakishly weird. Uh, They were starting to open up and branch off with uh, red... I'm not going to... I want to say... What I'm describing is the way the red marks branched off. I'm not saying that there were tentacles in the sores. I'm saying that the uh, red branches, the hyperpigmentation uh, tentacled off away from the outside of the sore. The sore itself was raised around the edges and it was a crater-like ulceration uh, with viscous... Inside, viscous liquid inside 
it was nasty and people were starting to get concerned i had strange looking sores and i started developing the uh, artifacts inside them you could clearly see them there's these white chunks of collagen sticking up out of the center of these sores and i remember asking in the emergency room one time because at that point i couldn't go to a doctor i would starting to slip you know i'd been to emergency room i'd seen about you know a few doctors maybe half a dozen including a dermatologist who i highly highly regard <clears throat> and would be happy to go see again at some point but uh my problem was getting worse and i was feeling like the medical community uh just couldn't figure this out but i kept i still had faith in them so i kept going back this time I'd go to the emergency room maybe once every two months because they would give me the antibiotics, it would get better, I would think, okay, I'm great, and then it would come right back. Always antibiotic steroids, antibiotic steroids, two weeks. The pyramid of the prednisone. But my skin condition gradually deteriorated. And uh, I actually worked that way, normal jobs, doing computer stuff, telecommunications, circuit design. And I had these open, oozing sores all over my body, all over my body. But it was always the same thing. A couple of weeks of antibiotics, a couple of weeks of steroids. And then another couple months, I was back back to where I was. And in the meantime, my mental health was landsliding down terribly. Uh, and I just wasn't in control. You know, I was failing at school, failing at work, failing relationships just failing to do the right and the smart thing. And so it kept going and going and going. And believe it or not, it was in about 2016 that I saw, because I was, I was doing some volunteer work for the Charles Holman Foundation. And uh, they were very kind to send me some DVDs of their conferences. And I saw my doctor at the 2016 conference on that DVD. And what I liked about her was that she said she works to get her patients off medications. And she was describing cases in which that had occurred. She was working with Morgellons patients. And but I didn't hear the word Morgellons until 2014, to be clear. About 2012, I started hearing people mentioning delusional. And I had no idea what they were talking about because I hadn't heard the word Morgellons. I just had a bunch of skin sores that I've been dealing with since I thought it was eczema. But in 2012, things went delusional. I was delusional. Uh... But of course, you know, when you do a differential on a person, 
uh, you can determine if they are dealing with an infection that's been and if you look at their medical history you can probably see oh okay this is something they've been dealing with since before Morgellons but uh, through the Charles Holman Foundation I learned the nature the true nature of my skin condition I actually didn't see any Morgellons fibers until 2014 I finally got a microscope and, and looked and clearly it was nasty in there uh, with uh, the fibers uh, intertwined with tissue and nastiness and frightening because I had no idea what had happened so I saw my doctor on that conference DVD and uh, my doctor is Dr. Ebony Cornish she works at the Amen Clinics in Virginia and I flew up there to see her she wasn't working there previously it was a different practice at the time but (coughs) she gave me the test and a recommended protocol and a few prescriptions and so I did everything she said and I immediately noticed a cognitive improvement in my ability to function I was able to start completing tasks. I was starting to be better socially and communicating with people. And that's going off the deep end. Things were starting to improve. And so a couple months into the treatment, <coughs> she said, okay, let's, let's add a, an antibiotic, try this combination. And when we did that, the first time I took that combination, I noticed, because my entire, most of my adult life, see scammers wouldn't call me when I'm, maybe the next time I'll turn my phone off during the podcast. I had a low level of aggression, of anger. I want to say, I don't know what, call it tripwire is what I'll call it. Just a low level of existing, of existing getting ready to be upset. <clears throat> like somebody could just say something, it would trip it, and I I would just blah, 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 and just all over the place. And nobody wants to hear that shit. When I took that antibiotic combination for the first time, that went away. And what replaced it was my desire to be around people and socialize. No kidding. It just, as soon as that, as soon as those antibiotics started digesting my gut, I was like, man, I want to go to the park and work out so I can be around people. And I did. For several months, I just went down to the park. I was hanging out, talking to people, working out on the weight equipment they got down there starting to form new relationships and I started and I went back to school I started taking classes online and where I would get just a little bit through and then get frustrated get in an argument with the teacher this time I was actually succeeding this time I was actually completing my classes this time I was making the difference that I needed to be making for the past 20 years when instead I just crawled inside a bottle and drank myself so that the pain didn't hurt so much 
inside. But that didn't help. That just made things worse. So, I'm not cured. I still have some skin sores, and they they are hard to deal with. I I don't live in a, a non-moldy environment, <clears throat> but I mean it's for the most part it's 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 not moldy. I mean, once you get mold in the house, there's mold in the house. And uh, you know where I live in the southeast, it's especially humid and and moldy. But uh, and no, I mean. I think most people have normal mold exposure and they don't ever have any problems but you know when the inside of your body has been perforated with a that's another thing my doctor was able to accomplish was she actually was able to produce serology results of a Borrelia infection tick-borne relapsing fever <coughs> you know and maybe that was a new infection Likely, I did have a bullseye rash when I was living in a dilapidated environment around 2010. I was living in a really cool old house downtown. Uh, one of those big ones had been split up, but you know, back in the colonial days, it was the the uh, servant's house, one of the master's house, like right next door. But uh, a lot of weird juju went on in that house. I mean, like before I moved in, decades before. Interesting history. It ended up burning down to the ground, and then they rebuilt it. New house looks nice. But, uh... So I did get a bullseye rash when I was in that house, and I just... That's one, that's one where the squirrels were living in the walls. Raccoons, for sure. Uh, there was just a hole in the roof, and we'd watch them go back in and forth out of there. So I'm sure I was living with the louse and the, uh, the tick. I also did some work in the backyard, the jungle, doing some clearing out there. And I, for sure, I picked up a, a tick back there. If I got the bullseye rash and I had to bet it, I would bet that would be it. And that was, like I said, about 2010. So uh, that could be the cause for a, a current. But I was having some serious fever problems. I stank. Uh, I mean, like, my body was emitting a, a strange foul odor. And all that stuff went away, and my life came back when I started seeing my doctor. She understands Morgellons. She actually documented it with a microscope, took pictures of the fibers going down into the, or coming out from the skin tissue, as it were. And she prescribed a protocol which completely changed my life. I was on a destination for failure. I mean, bad failure. And now. I mean, I may have screwed up a lot, but at least I've got a fighting chance to try and make a difference. And I wouldn't have had that if I didn't see my Doctor Who. I can recommend the functional medicine doctors. Functional medicine does what it says. It tries to get you to the point where you function. But they are also able to follow the science, where I think most of the doctors that I saw here where I live have to follow the rules they have to follow and to be clear she follows the rules too but when i say rules i mean they're different from state to state and also from practice to practice uh and what i really mean is the standard of care you know doctor's offices 
they have to set up a policy so that it reduces their liability. They could treat somebody some way and that person could die. Seriously. And that's why they have to follow the rules. However, those rules can often keep a person from getting an accurate diagnosis and responsible treatment. That's just the way it is. Um, Right now, if you walk in with skin sores on your body, you're actually likely to be diagnosed as delusional than with an infection if that doctor's standard of treatment doesn't involve a differential that would consider the potential that you could have an infection that would cause sores on your skin. Believe it or not, a lot of doctors just don't do the differential. They just don't. And so that's where we need a policy change. You know, we definitely need doctors to be determining, is this an infection or is this a delusional state? And if there's evidence of an infection, then I don't see how anybody could think it's ethical to to start throwing antipsychotics at it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm here today. I'm, I got my podcast. I've been through voice training, uh, voice coaching. By, uh, by the way, I highly recommend Such a Voice. Suchavoice.com. If you're looking to get into the voiceover world, they'll definitely help you out with the coaching and uh, marketing. Very happy with that experience. But I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for my doctor. I would not be alive. I was having heart problems. I was having mental problems. I was failing. And my doctor brought me back from the brink of death. I'll always appreciate her for that. And I trust her. If she puts me on a protocol, I'm going to take it according to her directives. Because I've let her handle the responsibility of my health. And so far, it's worked out pretty good. What do you guys think? If you need some help finding a doctor, I'm going to put some links in the description below. Feel free to reach out, send me a message. And if there's anything you'd like for me to touch on in regards to the Morgellons experience, that's factual. Hey, send me a message. Let me know what you want me to look at. More than likely, we've got the evidence and and all I got to do is pull from the literature. All right. You guys take care. Enjoy your Thursdays.